Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. one of you guys amen so hallelujah praise the lord amen uh, uh this morning amen i, I want to uh, minister amen i want to take father god first of all just some time out right now uh just to uh to thank some people amen uh first of all amen i want to thank my son brandon come on hallelujah come on he's he's the reason why you can see me right now amen if it was me you probably i don't know what you would see amen but i, I want to thank my son for everything that he's done to improve the lighting the the video the sound all this amen so i want to thank my son uh right now who's still zooming and working amen hallelujah on me but i want to thank you son for for everything come on someone say thank you brandon out there amen hallelujah i know that we had some hiccups amen and things like that but and we'll continue to have them, amen. It's just all part of this thing that we're going through. But but uh, he has brought it through week after week, amen. You've been hearing the messages. Uh, and, the, and you can go to the podcast for messages on sound. And so I just want to thank him for all the hard work that he's been doing, amen. Come on, someone just say amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank my, my daughter, Des, amen, and, and uh, for them bringing the, the worship and being part of this and helping us. During this time, amen, uh, making it, making, making us look good, amen, praise amen. God. And so I want to thank her, amen, my, my grandson who's, who's jumping on there, Jaden, amen, wants to be part of worship, which is great, amen. And so uh, he's, he's jumping in his feet wet during this lockdown time. Things grow, hallelujah. So I want to just thank my, my grandson. I want to thank my beautiful wife. She's sitting right over there, amen. She's winking at me right now. Hallelujah. Oh, kisses are you later, later, amen. Hallelujah. But, but I want to just thank her for being the encourager for me and the support that I need during this time, amen. She's been there as my cheerleader, helping me through this. You know, it's, it's all new to us, guys. But I, I just want to thank my wife for that. I love you, baby. Uh, I, I want to thank her. She's, she's my prayer partner now. Amen. We established a prayer team here at our home. And so I just, you know, it's just encouraging to lift up and, and it's powerful to just pray with your wife. Amen. And, and we established that in this house. Amen. During this time, things are growing, church, even in times of dryness that you see right now. So I want to thank her. Amen. For being there for me. Amen. And, and uh, being my best friend. Hallelujah. Thank you, baby. Hallelujah. Cut, cut. <laughs> oh, yes. And first of all, I was going there, but she did cut my hair. Hallelujah. So I want to thank you for that. Amen. I was getting hairy. I started looking like the Tapatio man. Amen. On the, on the Tapatio sauce. Amen. So I was looking really Mexican. Hallelujah. But she gave me a good haircut. So I think she did a great job. So thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I want to thank you guys out there. PCLV. Come on. Give yourself a hand clap. Amen. Hallelujah. For all you guys, for continuous to be faithful. If you're hearing my voice and you're tuned in right now, I'm giving you a shot. If you're not tuned in right now, no, I'm just playing. But you know what? I want to thank our church, amen, for being there, for continuing to be faithful in their tithes and offerings, amen, and supporting us, amen, during this time, amen. So we, we appreciate you guys. You guys rock. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and 
course, we want to thank our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to thank him that his blood, come on, covers and protects us. Amen. During this time, amen. The blood of Jesus is powerful today, church. I want to thank the, uh, Jesus Christ for that. I want to thank the Holy Spirit for his guidance, his wisdom, his clarity, his understanding. Uh, me and him have been sitting down, amen, in the mornings, amen. He's just been directing me and guiding. He has been a great friend of mine. And so I want to thank the Holy Spirit. Of course, I want to thank the Father. Hallelujah. I want to thank the Father for establishing his sanctuary in our homes. There are sanctuaries all over Las Vegas, amen, in our homes. Our houses are our church. And he's brought that and established his presence in our house. I want to thank the Father for that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Can somebody say amen? Come on. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord amen for all this. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't hear you guys out there. Amen. I can't hear nobody here. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want you to turn to the book of Mark, chapter 8, I mean chapter 11, and go down to verse 8. I'm going to be reading 8 and 9, amen. No, not, not 8. Mark 11, 11. I'm sorry. I'm out of... Uh, Mark 11, 11. I had it, and it just took off on me. Praise the Lord. God is so good. I'm going to continue, amen, on what I started last Sunday on the message, what is Jesus looking for? What is Jesus looking for? So Mark 11, 11, I'm going to go ahead and read the word of God. It says, so Jesus came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. And after looking around carefully at, at everything, somebody say everything out there, he left because it was late in the afternoon, and then he returned to Bethany with the 12 disciples. Amen. Let's pray today, amen, that God would meet us and help us, amen, as we continue this journey that we're in right now, amen, hallelujah. Father, Lord, I thank you this morning, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for the people that I have lifted up today, Father, without them, Father, all this is not possible, but most importantly, you, Father, for getting us through this time, and I pray right now that for every person that has an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord was saying. I pray right now that they would hear the voice behind the voice, Father, that you would move upon every living room, every sanctuary that is out there that you have established, Lord. The house churches all over this city and around the world, my Lord. And I pray right now that you come right now and, and move and meet us in our needs, Father. I pray for salvation, signs and wonders that will take place during the time we're together right here, Father. And I pray right now, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way and do your thing. Thank you so much for helping us through this time and giving us revelation as a people and as a church, Father. And Father, we ask that you would move. Father, we thank you for all that you do. And we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone out there says, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week I ministered that Jesus is looking for something in the church. And right here, Jesus uh, goes to the church, amen. He goes to the temple. He goes to the place uh, where they assemble because he sent something wrong during the celebration. The, uh, the town was throwing him, amen. Their, their praise was a little off. When the, uh, they sang Hosanna, didn't quite sound right. So Jesus goes out to check out the church 
He goes to the temple. And the scripture says that I just read that Jesus walked in. He looked around carefully and just walked out. He walked out, church, as we know last week, hungry. And last week we learned that Jesus is looking for some fruit in the church. Can somebody say amen? And you can check out last week's podcast on PCLV Real Faith Radio. Uh, you can also check out a live video on our Facebook page, amen, to get you the first part of this message if you didn't weren't here last week. But I have a question for you. Do you have any fruit for Jesus? Do you have any fruit for him? So let's pick up where we left off last week, okay, church? Jesus goes back to the church. Remember, the one that he walked into and the one that he walked out, the one I just read about. Come on, somebody say, I remember. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11, 15. I'll go ahead and read that. And it says here that when, when they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out people buying and selling animals for sacrifices. He knocked over the table of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. I, want, I don't know about you right now. What I just read right now, I'm, I'm sensing that Jesus is pretty upset right here. Come on, anybody agree out there? Come on, Jesus is cleaning house. Come on, Jesus became angry. Listen, but he did not sin, church. We as Christians and disciples of Jesus Christ, we have a right at times to be upset. Come on, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. We have a right to be upset about sin, about injustice, and we should take stands against them. In Ephesians chapter 4, 26, it says this, In your anger, do not sin. It doesn't say sin is anger. I mean, uh, 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 sin is angry. Man, it says, in, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, church, believers don't make stands on important issues. Instead of getting anger, uh, they get angry over personal insults. Come on, somebody. Come on. Someone looked at you weird. Uh, did you see how they looked at me? He was all like this. But the person has one eye. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Oh, my, you're bad, huh? Come on. We get, we get angry over petty irritations. Come on, somebody. Come on. We get angry over petty things, church. Uh, instead of standing uh, on important issues uh, right now. Uh, let me tell you, church. Uh, if You, you got to make sure that your anger, somebody say my anger out there. Come on. Is directed towards the right issues. If it's petty, well, you know what? Here's a tissue for your issue. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You got to understand, church, when Jesus shows up, when he comes to church, it wasn't always good. There are times that Jesus shows up and he will begin to clean house. Can I give you a little heavy revy right now? Jesus, listen, is weaving out people in the church during this time. You got to understand, don't be one of those people. Because right now, he's calling, listen, the house, he's calling the church to repentance. Come on. God is calling the church to turn from their wicked ways so that the Father, our Father, can hear our prayers and he can heal our land. Come on, somebody. Jesus has sent the church home to get it right. And if you have not repented, listen, I want you to pay attention to this. If you have not repented, 
during this lockdown, then Jesus has simply sent you home or he has kicked you out. Oh, getting, getting pretty quiet out there today. Come on. 1 John 1.8 says this, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. See, Jesus is not a happy camper right now. Jesus is not, a, is not happy in this passage of Scripture. Something was off in their worship. He goes out and he checks out the temple. Come on. We understand that he checks it out. He walks out of the temple. He curses the fig tree. Remember the fig tree last week? Because it had no fruit. I mean, it looked like it had fruit. It, it had a lot of leaves. It looked, it looked healthy. It looked, it looked, it looked uh, like a good relationship with God, but they, it offered no fruit. Jesus, I'm here to let you know, is still hungry. Jesus is looking for fruit in his church. Do you have any fruit? Jesus, listen, is hungry for a people who are hungry for him. See, Jesus goes back to the church. The one he walked out a day before, amen, and he starts kicking everybody out. Someone said, get out. Get out. Come on. Jesus is cleaning house. Look what the virgin of John, verse 2. Virgin. Virgin, not virgin. I need water. Hallelujah. Go to John 2.15. Same story. Different gospel. So he said, so he made a whip. Listen, church. He made a whip out of cords. And he drove all the temple. He drove them all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. Come on, right here, Jesus is now whipping people. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jesus is cleaning house. Jesus was stopping all those that were selling, all those that were buying in his father's house. These were people. These people were only coming into the house of God. You know why? Because it benefited them. These are people. There are people today, church, that only come to church if it profits them. Come on. Jesus, let me tell you, church, doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't owe me. He doesn't owe you anything. What he did on the cross, church, I'm here to let you know, was enough. Amen. Everything else is a blessing. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The money changers, the merchants in this passage of Scripture did big business during Passover. This is a Passover week. Foreigners will come from other countries to change their money into temple money. Come on. Otherwise, they couldn't buy anything. And they were inflating the exchange rate, and they were making a huge, huge profit. Church, I'm here to let you know today that there are no, no shortcuts in the kingdom of God. I mean, Jesus, amen, is flipping tables of those money changers. He's whipping on people. Hallelujah. I wanted to make a whip, amen, today. But I didn't want to hit nobody, amen. Listen, but I wonder, listen, I wonder, just wonder, if Jesus came to PCLV, who would he be whooping? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I've been whooped in this lockdown. I don't know about you, but he was whooping me. He's been whooping me. 
Come on. I, I got a whooping. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm punished right now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting whooped. But I thank God for his, for his discipline. I thank God that he disciplines those, the Bible says, that he loves. And he loves me. Because I'm his number one boy. Hallelujah. You're his number one. Let me tell you, I'm his number one. Go down to verse 16. Let's, let's go with the story here. Again, the picture. Jesus is not happy here. He didn't like what he's seen. And he's going, he's cleaning house right here. He's, whip, he's whipping people. He's driving people out. He's flipping tables over here. And it says right here in verse 16 of Mark 11, this is Jesus here. And he would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. Now the temple, if you do a study on the temple, amen, the temple is really huge. I mean, it's so big that it has seven gate entries. That way, in different parts of the city, people can get to the temple. So Jesus here, you got to picture this. Jesus here is rebuking and whipping people, and he sees someone passing by with merchandise going through the temple. you got to picture it like this, church. Jesus is, has a whip in one hand. And so he's whipping somebody. He's whipping them. He's flipping tables, amen. The money changers, amen. And he's just going off doing business, driving people out. Get out of here, whipping things. What's wrong with you guys? In the corner of his eyes, he sees someone walking with a 65-inch TV. Right through church. And he's thinking, what's going on here? What, what's, what's happening here? People are coming, cutting through the church, carrying merchandise. Like I said, the, the temple's huge. You got, you got to understand what's going on here. The, the, the church was like seven city blocks long. Their convictions of the church was really low. Listen, they would allow people to take shortcuts through the church. Kind of, let me, let me give you a picture of what, what I'm talking about here. It's kind of like our, our, our church where we're at, the plaza. So let's pretend that's the temple, the whole thing. There's the church, amen, and that whole parking lot, that whole, that whole outside is, is of the temple, amen. And, uh, and, and what it is is someone's shopping at Dee Dee's, all right? And so instead of doing what they need to do is just go out, go out Dee Dee's, go on Tropicana, go down, go around, and this person lives right behind our church. So this person has to go around and go this. Now, it's like someone going, you know what, I'm going to cut through the parking lot. I'm going to ask Fino if I can cut through the back door because I just live right there. And Fino goes, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, go for it. This is what's happening right now. Fino, don't ever do that. Hallelujah. I mean, the temple is huge and people are just cutting through the church. That's what's happening in the church today. There's a lot of people taking shortcuts in the church. Church. Hallelujah. Someone say church out there. I need warm water. Hallelujah. They're taking shortcuts through the church. People are looking for shortcuts in their problems. They're coming to church, they're getting what they need, and they're cutting through. So here in our text, Jesus stopped all that. Jesus tells his disciples, shut that back door. Fino, shut that back door right now. Shut that back door. No one, listen, no one's going to carry unclean vessels in my father's house anymore. In other words, church, listen, you cannot come to church and continue to live unclean. Come on, somebody. Because there are no shortcuts in the kingdom of God. 
Come on, you want God to bless you? You want God to move in certain situations in your life? You want God to heal you? You want God to bless you financially? You want God to protect you in this virus? But you won't get on your knees and pray. Come on, you won't sit at his feet and listen. Come on, we want all these things, amen, yet we don't do what we need to do. Look at the story as we continue in verse 17 of Mark. Then he taught them, saying this to them, it is not written, my house, somebody say my house out there, my house should be a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it into a den of thieves, a den of robbers. You got to understand during this season that we're in, amen, during this time of lockdown, church, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not even about PCLV, amen, or any other church. It's not about all the programs we have or what kind of ministries we offer. All these things are good, church. Don't get me wrong, amen. They are needed in the church, amen. As long as 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 it does not take away who the church belongs to. This is the Father's house. This is the, the house, the church of Christ. Your house right now belongs to Jesus. Come on. His house right now, what he's establishing in our homes, is his sanctuary. Come on, the building that we were in, that is his house. He came to take back ownership. Yes. Jesus says, my house, my temple. Somebody say my house out there. Come on, somebody say my temple. Come on. Shall be a house of prayer for all the nations. But we, that's us, church. That's the church today have made it into a den of takers. Come on, Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, we repent, Father God, for doing our own thing in your, own, in your house when the house belongs to you. Come on, we're, we're doing businesses in our churches. We're selling things that don't pertain to nothing to the kingdom of God. And God is cleaning house. We're coming and we're taking. We're coming and we're taking. And Jesus came, church, to kick us out. Jesus has sent us home to reestablish. Listen, whose house is it? It's the Father's house. Now, when we go back, church, and we will go back, that we go with a deep reverence. Come on, somebody. That we go with some respect and humility. Come on, that we, we, we don't go back thinking the church owes me something. Because it does not owe you nothing. He already did it on the cross, like I said. We owe him our lives. He laid down his life for us. And he's looking for people to lay down their, their lives for him. And to establish his house and respect his house as holy. He wants his house back, church. Let's go on with the story here. Hopefully I didn't lose some of you guys out there. Hopefully this is not too rough for you out there, church. Come on. on. I'm preaching truth. Come on. on. I'm preaching truth, amen. I'm preaching because I love you. God loves you. And he's reaching out to the church. Mark chapter 11, 18 and 19 says this. When the leading priests and teachers of the religious law heard what Jesus had done, 
they began planning how to kill him. But they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed at his teaching. That evening, Jesus and his disciples left the city. Church, Jesus is laying it all down right here in this passage of Scripture. The Pharisees are getting mad. Come on, they, they don't like what he's doing. They don't like what he's teaching. They don't like what he's preaching. Kind of like the church right now. Come on, some of us out there, you don't want to hear, you need to repent. Come on, some of you guys don't need, you don't want to hear that we need to be prayful, watchful, fruitful, holy, live holy. We don't want to hear that. Amen. We want sermons with titles like this. The virus is gone. Let's celebrate. The checks in the mail. Come on. My problems have vanished. Is there a shortcut to heaven? Come on, somebody. Get real out there. In other words, listen, church. This is what the church wants right now. They don't want to work. They don't want to pray. They don't want to seek God for direction, seek the Holy Spirit for some, some wisdom, amen. What they're doing right now, what is the least I can do and still get? What's the least I can do and still get to heaven? Come on, what's the least I can do and still get money? What's the least I can do, amen, and, 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 and I don't have to do all this other stuff. I, I just want it to go back to normal. Normal will never be the same, church. God wants to change our normal to the new. God is going. If we don't get nothing out of this church, we've got to understand today what God is doing for the church during this time and turning this, this thing that we think is all evil and bad, but he's doing some good in it. We've got to really grab a hold of it, church. In Mark verse 11, verse 20, it says this. The next morning, they passed the fig tree that he had cursed. And the disciples noticed it, that it withered from the roots up. And Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day. And examined, he said, look, Rabbi, the tree you curse has withered and died. Come on, they're right back to the place of the fig tree. Remember the fig tree last week? Amen. He, he, Jesus cursed it because it had no fruit. Come on, right there, they're at the place they were the morning before. It had dried up from its roots up. It, it died, church. And I want you to know something, church, that when a tree is not getting watered, it doesn't just die. But the roots will go deeper, listen, deeper into the ground, seeking water to survive. Come on, church. When you are going through a dry season, and come on, and we're going through a season right now, church. When you're going through a crisis, amen, you don't, don't just sit there and winter and die, church. But you've got to grow deeper. Come on, somebody. you got to go deeper in the Word. you got to grow deeper in prayer. Come on, don't let this crisis kill you. Grow deeper. Come on, somebody say, grow deeper. Amen. See, this tree in our, in our scripture today, this tree refused to grow deeper. It had no foundation. It withered away and it died. I want you to grab all that, church, because that tree, like I said last week, the fig tree 
represents the house of Israel. The fig tree represents the house of God. The fig tree represents the church. This tree withered and died. There are people that I've seen throughout the years have gone through battles. Come on, gone through situations, uh, gone through storms that have hit their lives, amen. And they started out well. But somewhere down the line, listen, they stopped producing fruit. They have withered away and died spiritually because they refuse, listen church, they refuse to grow deeper. Church, each time we go through a battle, each time we're going through a situation, you're not supposed to be, he didn't bring it for you to die there. He brought it for you to go deeper. Come on, it's in the storms and battles that you got to grow deeper in the Lord, amen. You got to get on your knees, amen. You got to read his word. You got to grow deeper, church. This is what's going to sustain you through any crisis. Let me tell you, this is not the only crisis that's coming our way. Come on, there are other things that are coming, church. And if we can't weather this storm here, let me tell you, the next one will take you out for sure. Come on, we, what we do here in this storm, in this crisis, what we learn right here, right now, church, what we're going through right now, this is what's going to make you, church. Come on, this is time to grow deeper. you got to grow deeper, deeper, deeper. Don't complain more and more. Grow deeper. Amen. Come on, this is how we survive, church. The Lord is spending time with us. He wants us to, to spend time with Him. He wants us to draw near, just like I ministered on Wednesday. He wants you to sit at His feet, for He can give you and I instructions Amen. to grow deeper. Don't let this crisis take you out. Don't get overwhelmed and worry when we have a God that we serve that's big and huge. And he loves us. And he'll give us anything, anything, church. Let me tell you, anything that you want is there available for us. Come on, if you seek him, if you ask and you seek and you knock, he will supply all your needs. If you seek his kingdom first, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, seek his kingdom, his righteousness, and everything, church, will be added. It's, 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 it's pretty simple. But the enemy throws things. I know that we have feelings and we go by emotions, but don't let your emotions mislead you right now because they will. This is where faith, this is where trust. Come on, come on. These are things that we cannot see. I cannot see God right now. You can't see what's going on, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta speak to those things that, that are not as they were. Come on, church. Speak revival. Speak victory. As my wife mentioned in earlier, our banner. Come on, have you forgot the banner? Victory. Come on, the battle belongs to the Lord, church. Uh, come on, that's uh, because I believe that, amen. Uh, I can wake up every morning knowing that this is going to be a good day, amen. Uh, come on, God is going to get us through this, amen. Uh, come on, he'll supply the needs. Uh, he'll supply the finances. He'll supply the food. Come on, I don't think any of us are starving out there. Right. Come on, but we're growing. Come on, somebody say amen, hallelujah. God is good. He supplies, church. We've got to seek him. Seek him in his righteousness. Amen. Grow deeper. Come on, someone say out there, grow deeper. Grow deeper. Grow deeper. That's the answer, church. 
Come on, if you're not, you're feeling dried right now, you're feeling the storms, amen. Like a palm tree, palm tree, when they go through storms, notice that no palm trees go over. They don't blow over. They, they get stronger. Why? Because during that storm, during that resistance of what they're going through, their roots are going what? Deeper. They're growing deeper. They're grabbing hold of foundation. They're gra- That's what we got to do, church. You got to go deeper. You got to grab the word of God. You got to grab prayer. You got to grab Jesus, amen, the Holy Spirit. You got to just get it. Go deeper, deeper. And then, come on, you're going to get a face like this when you're doing that. You know, you're going to hold on and say, come on. And when the wind comes, church, and you're deep in there, amen, you can blow, 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 but it's not going to take you down. Come on, after that storm, amen, that palm tree will blow, blow, even go all the way where the the head of that tree will touch the bottom, amen. But when the storm's over, guess what happens? Bam! I'm back. I don't know about you, but I'm staying. I'm coming back. I'm coming back strong. Come on, we got to come back strong, church. But there's some seeds, there's some things that we got to learn. Come on. If you have not repented of anything during this crisis, let me tell you, you are simply sent home. You're not coming back. Church. Man, I have, I repented yesterday. I'm weeping on a song. I'm hearing him and I'm like, oh my Lord, what are you doing to me? And he's taking me back to my first love. I started weeping before the Lord. I said, God, you just want, you just want all the basics back. You want us to just have that first love back. Not all this other stuff that we complicate the church with. God, you just want pure hearts that worship you. Hearts that want to serve you. Hearts that want to go out there and share the gospel. Hearts that want to do things for you. (coughs) As I close today, because probably I lost half of you right now. Jesus tells Peter in verse 22, and I hope you're still there. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. We need to surrender fully to God, church, in order to have faith. Jesus is looking for something in the church today. He's looking for fruit. He's looking for repentance. He's looking for someone out there to sit at his feet. He's looking for Mary's out there. He's looking to clean house. Come on, somebody say amen. Listen, if we don't grow deeper in this crisis, you'll die. You'll die. And you'll do it to yourself, church. You can't blame nobody because God's speaking to you on what you need to do. Can't blame the church. Can't blame me. Can't blame my wife. Come on, if, if, we're, if we die in this crisis, the blame is, is on you. Because you need to grow deeper. And if you don't know how to do that, then you need to call out. You need some prayer. But let me tell you, you can get involved. You have to pray. Pray, you'll go deeper. Read, you'll go deeper. These are things that we need to do to grow deeper, church. Come on, don't die in this crisis. Just come back with a bounce strong in the Lord. Amen. We're going we're gonna to weather this storm. And we're going to go back into our churches. But I'm telling you, it's going to be a different church. 
It's going to be a difference. So we don't grab, grab hold of this. You're going, to, you're going to feel left behind here. Don't, don't be left behind. Jump in what God is doing. Seek the Holy Spirit. Ask Him. He's your friend. He's been my friend these last 30 days more than ever. He's a good friend. He's a good counselor. Come on, He's a good director. He, he won't mislead you, but He will direct you to the right things that you need to do. I'm preaching truth here, church. I just want to preach truth. I'm not here to water down any situation, but I'm here to tell you the truth because it's the truth that will set you free. You know, there's a quote that says, hurt me with the truth, but never comfort me with a lie. Come on, listen. Fear will make you faithful, but love will make you fruitful. Church, let's go back to our first love. Let's go back to our first love with him and let's grow deeper and let's live. Amen. And somebody say amen out there. Amen. Do you still love me? Come on, somebody say, we love you, Pastor. Come on, I hope you love me, amen. I, I'm just preaching what, what the Lord is pressing on my heart, amen. I'm not here to beat down anybody because I'm in that boat. Let me tell you, I've been whooped. He got that, he's got that, that whip on me. He whooped me and he's still doing things on me. Amen. As long as you don't mess with the hair, I'm okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. 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 God is good. Can somebody out there say amen?